Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Listen CG. I'm Rich Arkinoff, your superintendent here at Center Grove Schools, where we believe that all students should receive exceptional educational experiences. <laughs> and with me today is our health services, services coordinator. coordinator. Yes. Mrs. Amy Norman. Amy, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks you... for having me on this little podcast. This is awesome. Oh, you're welcome. Yes. And, and this is our second one. Fabulous. So, so hopefully. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> and we're thrilled to have you. And Thank I know you. you're really busy right now. There's something going on in the there world. There is. We have this thing called coronavirus happening all over the world. The goal, though, is, as always, not to mm -hmm. panic. Think right. about the things you can control in your life. Um, you can protect yourself from this virus as well as all of the viruses that are out there in the world. Um, sure. And it's really simple. Uh, washing your hands, using soap for 20 seconds. Don't put the soap on your hand and wash it down the drain. <laughs> put the soap on your hand and make a really cool bubble thing going on on there. there. You go. And then rinse it off. Um, yeah, I hear focus. people saying sing songs and do oh, that Oh, yeah, kind of thing. yeah. There's like a great yeah. playlist, you know. Right. Jolene is out there. Um, the IU fight song. The IU fight song, which <laughs> as a grad of IU, I firmly believe that's the that's best right. song to sing. Go Hoosiers. Um, so absolutely. So I am a registered nurse. Yes. Um, that is something that some people may not realize about me. Um, but, you know, there are things in our control with this. And in a time when we have a lot of media reports coming out and we're getting hit with so much information, we do tend to kind of get caught up in that and we lose focus on what we can control. So hand washing is great. Don't touch your face. You know, really think about that. Play a game with people, play a game with your friends, play a game with your kids. Yeah. You know, set a timer and dare them not to touch their face. Because as soon as you say it, you want to scratch your nose. You want to rub your eye. You you're right. Right now, I just want to rip my say. face apart. You're not, <laughs> exactly. It's Because I gave you that sense of suggestion. Yes. Now you want to do it. But if you... <laughs> You can kind of monitor that. Think about yeah. that. Probably um, shouldn't pick our nose either. No, picking noses <laughs> is generally a bad idea, okay. you know, on That's a whole host of other levels. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Um, I think yeah. one thing I'd like people to know is, um, yes, coronavirus exists, obviously. Um, but we at the school corporation level is something that I follow kind of all the time really right, is right. illness factors and okay, illnesses yeah. that are going on in our schools. Um, I track attendance daily to see where our percentages are at in our school system okay. um, and to try to determine do we have hot points in certain places? Is that something I should be concerned about? You know, on that note, what's it, what is kind of the limit where we say we have to close the school? Well, interestingly enough, we have to report it uh -huh. to the state when we reach a 20% level of absenteeism in our okay. school. So like in, you, if you start thinking about that on an elementary level at most of our elementaries, you're looking at about 150 kids who would that's, have to be absent. That's a lot of kids. And that is a lot of kids. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, at that point, we do have to file a report with the state. Okay. Uh, we then would be looking and talking to the county health department um, mm -hmm. and reviewing kind of what are we seeing what are the is it what are the illnesses that we're seeing gotcha. is it something in particular is it something it is not an automatic that just because you report a 20 percent attendance mm -hmm. issue that you have to close it's okay. kind of a um it's a local decision that gets gotcha. made so but okay. we do work with the county health department in regards to that so that's interesting so uh, a 20 percent. now have we ever been close to that no even um you know we have been battling flu um in our schools probably since you know november okay. um 
we have been hit pretty hard, especially December, January, and even into February. Um, we're still seeing cases even now of flu coming in. Um, even with that, you know, our daily attendance rate, we're looking at maybe three to 8% that we gotcha. have absent. So, um, and some of that, it just takes, you know, obviously as we get closer to a break, mm -hmm. um, those, we will see a higher attendance like the Friday before a break. Right. Um, yeah. And interestingly enough that we don't necessarily have to report that to the state. The state takes that into account that okay. sometimes we will have some of our, our students leaving early for other reasons besides yes. being sick. Cheaper flights. Cheaper flights. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There's all various reasons. So what, what is the coronavirus? Do you, you know, how can you describe um, you know, it's a very, it's new. I think that's one of the big primary things in regards to this is that it is, it's kind of a, it's a brand new thing that's, that people just don't know a lot about. Um, currently, it's determined that it gets uh, passed through a droplet, which just basically means if I sneeze on you and you breathe it in, now you've got it in your lungs. So that can make you sick. Um, that's one of the ways that it gets passed, um, shaking hands with somebody who has that. Um, there's been some discussion about how it can stay on surfaces for a period of time. Um, I don't know that they've really gotten that narrowed down to exactly how long that is. Okay. But, you know, the great thing is, is if I sneeze on the table and you wipe your hand through it, and you go wash your hands, you've taken the virus off of you. Well, true, yeah. Yes. Got to wash your hands. Yes, washing your hands. <laughs> and still, soap and water is the best. Yeah. Um, hand sanitizer also works. Got so, yeah. um, But, you know, that's kind of how it gets transmitted. Um, what does it look like? Runny nose, you know, like a lot of the viruses that we battle. Sure. Um, mm -hmm. Runny noses, fevers. Um, this one tends to be more of a, a lower respiratory, okay. um, which is kind of more like your pneumonias, uh, things of that sort. Um, but, you know, right now you got people who are coughing, and, and just because somebody has a cough doesn't mean that they have the coronavirus. I don't think parents should be afraid to talk to their kids about this. Mm -hmm. They're hearing about it, whether you're talking to them about it or not. Right. Um, and so, you know, my request is that we stick to what is factual and most important, we stick to what can we do to control, yeah. you know, and, and try to reassure our students that just because you have a stuffy nose, it's more than likely a cold. Right. Probably. <laughs> it yes. probably is a cold. At this point, you yeah. know, that's yeah. kind of where we're at with things is right. we have a website, you know, we're updating the school website yeah. with all kinds of information from the CDC and factual sources mm -hmm. that... Um, they can utilize to try to help. Um, there's also some talking points on there to help yeah. parents talk to their kids about this. And um, I think it's dangerous not to talk to your students about it. I think it's also dangerous to talk too much about yeah. it. Makes you know, sense. Yeah. maybe watch what they're watching on the news and then have a conversation about that. Yeah. You know, like I said, kind of talk to them about touching their face, see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Just I, watch them for a few minutes. I still I, want to rip my face apart. I know. You know and yeah. really watch your kids. Watch how they wash their hands. Uh -huh. Really watch your kids and see what they're doing. I, I've yeah. seen a lot of kids, you know, they pump and then they wipe it down the sink. Yeah. So, and yeah. we're forgetting that part about actually so maneuvering it on our hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, all that stuff going on. Yeah. What, what, what else do you do? What else oh, do gosh. Do? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I like I, you know, like we were saying, I, I oversee all of our school clinics. So yeah. I'm in constant contact with all of the clinic staff. Yeah. Um, we deal either sometimes individually with individual situations with students, yeah. um, oversee kind of larger things. I do a lot with vision screens, okay. hearing screens, getting that information entered into the computer watching different trends, helping follow referrals, and of course yeah. the ever popular vaccinations. Yes. Um, yeah. I oversee all of that um, and try to get 
people to understand kind of that process and, and how, you know, that can affect your students' ability to come to school if you aren't getting vaccinated. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's kind of all-encompassing. Yeah, um, wow. And as well as monitoring different health, health conditions, mm-hmm. researching those, trying to help the staff learn about the conditions of our students and how to best take care of them while they're in our care. Yeah, and so, I mean, school nursing has changed. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, I mean, the building secretary was the school nurse, you know. Right. And and now, you know, just put a Band-Aid on, it's not the answer. I mean, it's, It can know, be a lot more than, lot. yeah, as I say, yeah. it's a lot more, you know, we, we do still do a lot of Band-Aids. Mm-hmm. Still, you know, we still give a lot of hugs. Yeah. Um, but it's not all Band-Aids and yeah. rainbows anymore. A lot, um, a lot of medicine. A lot of medicine, uh-huh. yeah. I would say most of our clinics, even at the elementary level, we're, we're probably administering, you know, 15 to 20 medications a day per, for kids. Um, wow. And obviously, as we move up, there's a lot more a lot than more. that. more, yeah. Um, but, yeah. you know, we also have students, you know, with some pretty serious health conditions who mm-hmm. go to our schools. Um, yes. Yeah. And, and we take it very ser- seriously for mm-hmm. them to be healthy and to take care of themselves and to be, you know, the best that they can be and to, to perform at yeah. high levels. Yeah. So. And so, you know, speaking of that, of kids with significant issues, like if we have a, a student that has a particular thing, like maybe a seizure disorder, mm-hmm. is that, uh, do the nurses get involved in like uh, helping with the teachers understand that? Absolutely. Or, okay. Yes. Yeah. The te- uh, the nurses help with that. I help uh-huh. with that. Um, you know, one of the things kind of coming up um, a new law that's going to that's being that has been mm-hmm. passed is that everybody will be trained in, in seizure training okay, um, now yeah. you know what does that look like for everyone obviously a person who has a student who's been identified with something like that in their classroom we kind of pay extra special attention sure. yeah. with the teachers because we want the teachers to be comfortable mm-hmm. we want the staff to know what to look for what to be concerned about yeah. um, and mainly just to know to what our number is and to right. call us yeah, um, yeah. so that we can get down there as fast as possible to help them through that situation. Right. It can be scary. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the goal is to educate everybody. I'm a firm believer that I want everybody to understand and feel empowered mm-hmm. to be able to help somebody if they see them in, in trouble. Yeah, absolutely. CPR. We, we uh, yeah. have people get trained in CPR. Now, I don't, you don't lead that or do you lead that? I don't lead that, right. but right. I, well, I coordinate it. You coordinate. Yeah. So we okay. actually have the White River Township Fire Department right. comes in mm-hmm. and they handle our classes. Mm-hmm. Um, so now teachers are required for their license renewal to have CPR, which is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It provides that many more hands in the building who, to be able to step in and help us. Right. Um, and so, yeah, we offer probably three to four classes a year. It kind of depends. We watch, I watch, I kind of monitor how many teachers are coming up for renewal. Gotcha. And then we kind of base our classes on that, you know. Uh, that so the less number of people we have who are renewing, we might only offer four classes. If we find that we have a pretty large group renewing that year, you know, I'll try to offer five or six classes. So. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So you do other trainings too? or there... um, As far as, oh, yeah, we train about, you know, I train staff on how to um, handle students' G-tube feedings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the nurses in the buildings also handle that. Okay. Um, we also train, um, you know, anytime we have a student, like, for example, a diabetic student, you know, we handle the training with that. As they grow older, they yeah. become more independent. But, you know, we see a lot of newly diagnosed kids, particularly at the elementary and middle school level. Yeah. And so at that point, the nurses are pretty hands on yeah. and working with the student and the parents and the staff yeah. just on what does that look like? What right. is the student capable of 
and you know what what to watch out you know a, a big part of the job is just you know trying to make sure people understand what to watch out for mm-hmm. what things are like serious what maybe are some keywords that students might say that may not sound so serious uh-huh. you know for example um my, my throat you know like a, a student who's had a, a food allergy mm-hmm. who then kind of is saying well my throat just feels kind of scratchy well that's maybe something if we want to delve into that a little bit in the clinic about well, what did you just eat? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And is scratchy yeah. going to turn into you can't breathe in three minutes? <laughs> yeah. You know, those right. types yeah. of things, you yeah. know, like because if they eat something, you know, like a food allergy, if they mm-hmm. eat something that they're not supposed to, that can yeah. lead to some pretty significant so, health concerns. So have we had to administer an EpiPen for kids? Yes. Oh, wow. Do yes. we do that? Does that happen often or? Not too often, Not too often but yeah. occasionally, yeah, we That'd be pretty we scary. Do. It is a scary. <laughs> it's a scary thing for the. It's yeah. scary. It's scary for the people administering it. Yeah. It's scary for the person getting it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it does. It's uh, epinephrine is mm-hmm. like a. It's a shot of adrenaline. Yeah. So if you think about that, you're. Once you get it, your heart kind of starts racing. Yeah. You kind of, you know, it, it really kind of jolts the system right. which is great because we want it jolted to take away the swelling oh, and the things that are causing so much concern yeah. but then we also you know we have to call 911 whenever we do that and <laughs> making that phone call is students get nervous they get scared yeah. so wow wow yeah. man lots to think about lots going on there's you. a lot of different processes involved <laughs> yeah so but it's a great it's a it's it's very entertaining i love the yeah. education component of it and teaching people about the things that are going on with themselves because yeah. a lot of people come back Students and staff, really, they'll come in with new conditions that they just, they don't quite understand. Um, And so it's great to have nurses and clinic staff who are so educated and understand things and can really help those kids and help monitor those kids and really hopefully put parents at ease about sending their kid to back to school. Because that's, you know, when you have somebody who's just been in the hospital and they find out they've been diagnosed with diabetes and then they, you know, we've got them out of the hospital, they've been home for a couple of days and it's time to come back to school. Yeah. It's really hard sometimes for parents to relinquish that because right. they just went through a really scary situation. Yeah. Um, and that's where the clinics kind of can walk that walk with parents. That makes sense. Help, that makes help sense. them yeah. be that another source of information mm-hmm. to help them. Because sometimes it's hard, as we all know, calling the doctor, yeah. getting a call back can take a little bit of time. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you know, with some of these other education opportunities, we try to work with parents, too, to educate them just about what's going on. Yeah, well, that's great. So you have children of your own? I do. I do. I have four boys. Four boys. Yep. Yeah. Three of which are still in Center Grove schools okay. and one of which is a proud graduate of Center that's, Grove. That's right. So I currently have a junior in high school, a yeah. sixth grader at Middle School Central and a fifth grader at Center Grove Elementary. So I'm spanning all levels oh, and I wanted IU in college. So got my IU. I got it all covered. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flooded with email and it's great. <laughs> And they keep you busy. I'm they do sure. keep me busy. I'm sure. They and do. I know your husband's a handful too. He can so. be. Yes. Yeah, yes. So absolutely, can be. Yes. <laughs> and he was a former school board member. <laughs> he and, was a former school board member. He's up at the state. And, he and is. Yeah. There, so. Yeah. He's working hard for the people. That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, it's is good. there anything else you'd like to share with us? Or? I don't think so. You know, okay. I think, like I said, the biggest thing, coronavirus, it's everywhere. It's all yeah. we're thinking about. It's all people are talking about. I just really encourage people to find those facts. Look yeah. at the facts. Um, we are pushing out information through the school corporation through our like official yeah. channels, and I really encourage you to pay attention to those. Check out our website. Watch for Skyward information. Please read it when it comes to you. There's a lot of great information there, and I know 
that a lot of questions can be answered that way. And I, I personally, you know, am in contact at the, with the county two mm -hmm. and three times a day, just being getting the most up-to-date information about what's best for the students of our school corporation. And I'm relaying that to to the people above me so that they also are aware as we go through and it's an unprecedented time. It is. You know? It is. Amy, thank you so much. We're really proud of you. Oh, well, thank you. We're really you. pleased to have you leading <laughs> us in this uh, endeavor. And, um, you know, you've been really solid through all of this. So well, thank I appreciate you so that. Much. Thank you. Yeah. And thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, so. absolutely. Our all pleasure. Right. And thank you all for listening to CG and have a wonderful day. Thank you.